Jesus brings. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. We're glad you've joined us today. Um, whether you are a youth or a parent of a youth or anybody else, we're glad to have you along for our um, our discussion today. Yeah. My name is Julie Adams. I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis, our youth pastor. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Busy December with the youth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. How's it going? It's going good. No, yeah, we're, we're jumping right in, especially in this Advent season. And um, yeah, we're just exploring that. We got some fun events coming up and especially we have a senior high movie night over the Christmas break. So we're excited for that. And yeah. Cool. Nice. So what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so we're starting our Advent series, which is called Jesus Brings, and we're going to talk about two important things that Jesus brings, and that's mercy and grace. Mm -hmm. So these are kind of things where, I think we talk about these, where they're mentioned, they're kind of an underline through the Advent season, but these are something with things that we're going to focus on. And I wanted to start off is just like, can you really believe it's December already? No, oh my goodness. I feel like the kids just went back to school in September and here we are at Christmas know, right? break already. Man. Like the junior high retreat was so long ago. No, it wasn't. It was yesterday. It was when so long ago. When the leaves were ago. on the trees. It was so long ago. Yeah, time's flying. But yeah, no, we're, you know, it's getting to the time of season where people are putting their trees up and lights yep. are all going up and... Shopping and all yep. the hustle and bustle and... Yep. If you don't know starting. this, Julie does not wear shoes unless it uh, <laughs> snows out. So when it first snowed down here, she finally put shoes on and she stopped wearing flip-flops. And she's like, Christmas has come. Yeah. <laughs> the time has come. I've made the switch. No, even I prefer just not to have shoes or socks on. Like today I've got my like fuzzy of slippers you do. on. I do. Didn't you see them? Yes, they're penguins. Yeah, they're penguin slippers. <laughs> I don't like socks. They make nope. my feet claustrophobic. There you go. And that is out there on the internet forever. I, everyone can see. Yep. Don't buy me socks for Christmas. Okay. Really? All of my favorite <laughs> gifts for Christmas. Oh, wow. You get socks for Christmas? Elite Christmas present. That is the best thing to... If you buy a guy socks for Christmas, yeah. they're the best gift you can give him. Huh. Because no matter what... He's going to use them. No, it's just the fact that no matter what, we lose socks this year for oh, some strange yes. reason. And we have no idea where they go. That is true. I am convinced that there's a creature that we have not yet discovered that God created that just steals men's oh, socks. yeah. 100% convinced. Oh, does he live in the dryer? <laughs> yes. So, um, so as we're jumping into this, um, <laughs> Christmas, like December is usually a month where we're trying really hard to schedule as little as possible are we not yeah like we're trying so hard not to get too busy because you have your christmas parties yep you have your christmas shopping to Mm -hmm. get done you know if you're a last minute kind of person um you know you have all these different decorations put up you have these meetings of families you got all these things extra extra cooking all of it i feel like we you're right we think about that every year and i feel like we fail at it every year every year and you know everyone tries to plan out their christmas holidays and i don't know does i don't know if anyone does this i asked some of the youth when we did this and it was like do you guys sing any christmas carols and only one you've said yeah my family sings christmas carols and he was so upset about it he's like i don't enjoy it at all so yeah maybe your family sings christmas carols um but let's face it a lot of stuff goes on in december yep it's a month that once it gets going it is very hard to stop, especially because yeah. it gets so busy. But I think that in the mi- in the midst of our you know really busy hectic schedules, um, 
there's something I think we need to do and not just forget it or take a moment to stop and reflect, Mm -hmm. but like to really stop and to really think like what really is the meaning behind Christmas? Um, In Psalm 4610, it says, God encourages us to take time um, to be still and know that I am God. Mm. That's part of Psalm 46. And perhaps there's not a more important time of the year than this part to really pause because it's North American culture, Christmas, it's so busy. It's like a breakneck pace, yeah. Well, look at like Black Friday now. Oh, man. Black Friday used to be one day. Now it's like... It's four months. It's all weekend and Cyber Monday and this and that and this and that. I swear Black Friday used to just be one day and now it starts in like September. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a Walmart flyer saying Black Friday sale in August. And I was like, oh my word, what is happening? But confused because because everyone knows there's moms out there who want to do get their Christmas shopping done in August. Yeah, not me. (laughs) I so I worked at Staples. I worked during a Black Friday and a Boxing Day. And you lived to tell the tale. It was terrifying. It was generally terrifying because people like. On Boxing Day was worse because Black Friday kind of is over a few months now, so it's not as bad. And it's bigger in the States. Boxing Day? My goodness. People were nuts. Like, absolutely insane. We had new Apple Watches come in. This one, yeah. Apple Watches were really starting to take oh, off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, people were nuts for them. Huh. Like, we saw people pushing, and it's like, <laughs> I'm not getting involved. Yep. No, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But in this business, through all those times, because sometimes, let's be honest, when we're out shopping, we see something we need, we, we rush to get it. Yeah. But in our business, in our rushing, I think there's time where we need to stop and to sit on this. And it's what Psalm 46, 10 says, and it's be still and know mm. that I am God. Yeah. To do that, to actually take time out of our business to say, God, you're still you're still you. Mm-hmm. Even in the business, even though it's hectic and crazy and everything, you are still God. Yeah. So for the next three weeks... As we're going up, leading to Christmas, we're going to take some time to pause, reflect, discuss, and to really focus in on how we should be celebrating this time of year. And we're mm-hmm. going to take some time and stop and we're going to really focus on Jesus. Yeah. So as we said at the beginning, this series is called Jesus Brings. And each week we're going to be talking about different things that we receive from Jesus. Why Je- well, because Jesus came to earth. We're going yeah. to talk about those things that we receive. What he brought with him. Exactly. Yeah, heavenly gifts. Cool. So like as, as as almost everyone knows, and this is a story I find almost everyone knows, even outside the church. Yeah. The baby Jesus was born away in a manger on that silent night and brought mm-hmm. joy to the world that people went to go tell it on the mountains because Jesus came. He brought us things that are only made possible through him. Yep. Jesus brings us Christmas gifts that we will only receive if we actually accept them yeah. from him. And out of many possibilities... Like, we've selected six things that Jesus brings that we're going to look at in the next three weeks. But I want to start with these two. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, as we focus on this, we're going to be talking simply about mercy and grace. Mm-hmm. And to simply put it, I want to encourage us to spend time thinking about mercy and grace coming from God, and that's found with And I want to challenge us to intentionally make time, either with your family or with your friends, with a group of friends or as individuals, to think about how mercy and grace are made available to us because of god mm-hmm. so it's not just thinking like oh yeah mercy and grace like yeah i show people mercy or whatever mm-hmm. but no it's actually taking time to really stop and reflect and show people mercy like when you can do because we do things unconsciously all the time yeah we do things about thinking because we're habitual um beings yes we do things out of habit mercy is one of those things we do out of habit 
especially living in a Western society, I would say. Like saying sorry. Oh, super Canadian thing too. But like I, I do it a lot. Yeah. And Karen and I have talked about this and something she mentions is like when we overuse a word, it loses its meaning. Yes. Mercy and grace is some of those things. We've really lost the meaning on that. Yeah. Like we've really lost the meaning. So I want to say, you know, what do these words actually mean? So this is First Timothy chapter 1, verse 2. And it says, I am writing to Timothy, my true son in the faith. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. Mm. And this is Hebrews. This is Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verse 14 and 16. And it says, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, there we will receive mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. And this, I just want to say this last verse, and this is um, 2 John verse 3, and this is grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God the Father and from Christ Jesus, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live in truth and love. <clears throat> so these are three different New Testament authors. Mm-hmm. So here you have Paul... Um, the writer, author of Hebrews, because yep, that's debated. And you have John. <laughs> we ain't getting into Hebrews. We ain't no. getting into that. Okay. That's, that's too. No, that clear. that will be like a three-hour podcast. <laughs> no one wants that. Not today. <laughs> no, no, no one wants that. Um, so these are three. Carrie's going to tell me afterwards that she definitely wants a three-hour podcast talking yeah. about that. There's so three different New Testament authors actually mention mercy and grace together, and furthermore, mm-hmm. they actually do it all linking Jesus to this mercy and grace. Mm, yeah, yeah, they do. So what do these words actually mean? Because a lot of people I find, think of them as interchangeable. They kind of mean the same thing. Yeah, I would say that they, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're they not completely different. Are yeah. they completely different? Are I, you going to tell I me think they're completely they, different? I think they're different in certain ways. Because I think in our society we've made them. Because language, language over time changes. Yes. So I think like we've made some things the same. Um so it's kind of like, um, you know, when you say it's freezing cold outside, yeah, you could just say it's freezing or it's cold, but why do you choose both the words that you want to emphasize um, that it's freezing cold outside? Well, because you want to drive home your po- point. Or let's just say you say um, someone is caring and kind. What's the difference between being caring and being kind? Mm. Do we really? I don't I have no idea what the difference is. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my mind. But I know that person is caring and kind. Well, but in my mind, kind is like just generally nice, okay. just generally pleasant, and I would say caring is more like more of like an action word. Okay. But, but you know. But what a, do I but know? anyway, it's the kind of thing we're talking about when we use the words mercy and grace together. Are they two words that basically mean the same thing, or? Like, are they together or do they emphasize one point? And even though mercy and grace are used so many times throughout the Bible, and they are truly massive words, like what they they really are, especially in our society, when we yes. really think about them, they're massive words. I believe there's actually one key way in which they are different. Okay. So let's just start with this. So Jesus brings mercy. He is not punishing us like 
you know, like we deserve. Because let's be honest, we yes. we <laughs> we screw up a lot. Yes, we do daily, probably <laughs> some of us anyway. So, and when Jesus brings grace, He's giving us eternally good things that we do not deserve. Mm-hmm. In other words, mercy is not receiving from God the bad things that we do deserve, and grace is receiving from God the good things that we do not deserve. Say that one more time. Mercy is not receiving from God the bad things that we do deserve, and grace is receiving from God good things that we do not deserve. Ah. They're the same but different. So Jesus brings this mercy. And, you know, during this Christmas, we celebrate that God is one that either saves us from, you know, our death and our sin and that. Um, and honestly, it's the kind of thing where we don't necessarily deserve this mercy. Mm-hmm. We don't because we, we, we continue to live in this and we keep doing this thing. Like if you look through all of scripture and history, human beings really do like to screw up. Yeah. Like God has specific things for us, you know, like do not murder, do not commit adultery, like Two, like, let's just evoke those two key things. Yep. People do it still all the time. Yeah. It's one of those things that no matter what in humanity, we just, they keep, keeps on happening. Or you can look at, you know, that we're meant to show others mercy. Human beings hold the biggest grudges, I swear, ever. Yep. And we do these things that God still sees us and doesn't see us in the point where he's like, oh, these people, you know what, that's it. We're just going to. Yeah, write him off. Yeah, write him Mm -hmm. off. But no, he gives us this mercy, and Jesus brings this mercy by showing love and doing this and going for it and showing compassion. You know, God is one that we celebrate who has compassion and love for us and shows us this mercy by saving us from everlasting death. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus came to earth to free us from our death sentence that we had brought about ourselves through our own sin. And I know this is a common thinking, I think, especially in our world. You, we think that, you know, our sins, they're not that bad. Because they're not like those things I said. They're not murder or adultery yeah, or things like that. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not as bad. But breaking these things, like doing these things, is still not good. The mm-hmm. fact that we say, oh, my sin's not that bad. I think that just proves yeah, the point that I'm trying to, to make. We're a little yeah. out to lunch. Yeah. It's, we, we're doing things that are like, come on, like. Well, just like, do you remember Trevor's message from several weeks back when we were in Moses, when he was like, oh, as a child, I read the Ten Commandments, and I was like, oh, you shall not um, have an idol or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, phew, up here in Canada, I'm safe from that. And I went on to say, but do you do you have an idol? Yeah. Is it money? Is, is it, it something phone? other is than it... God? Is it, you know? Yeah. Ugh, but it's do the you same worship as... something other than God? So It's the same as that, though. Yeah. It's the same as that. And we are so worse off thinking like that than to actually stop and to reflect and think, no, go back to what we first said. And it is to take the breath and say, to know that God is God, to know that mm-hmm. he is there for us, know that his mercy is there for us. So Jesus actually saves us, saves us from this, forgives us, washes our sins away. You know, whether we've committed on sin like one sin or where we can a million jesus is still there and still with us Mm -hmm. in that and like we know this because of what it says um it's said in um hebrews 4 which already read 14 16 so then we since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven jesus the son of god let us hold firmly to what we believe this high priest of ours understands our weakness 
for he has faced all the same testing as we do. Because mm. he was fully human. He was fully human. Yeah. That's the thing I find we, we focus on, but we don't focus on. Mm-hmm. Like we like to say, well, Jesus, God, and like he did all this. He was also human for a time. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Like really human. Fell down, scraped his knee, pinched his finger in a door. Like I bet that would have been quite a struggle. Yeah. To be, because he was tempted, he was, you know. But the thing is, we can find comfort in that knowing he knows us. And I think yeah. so much mercy comes from. When you when you go and you experience something and you see someone else screw up in the same way you did, like let's say let's view like when you have kids. Yeah. When you're growing up and now you see your kids screwing up, do you ever find like, oh, I did that as a kid? Yeah. And you have mercy for them. Yeah. You're like, I remember how that feels. I remember how it feels to be that may have been a bit of a distant memory, but I remember <laughs> what it feels like to be in grade six, seven, eight, nine and not easy sometimes and you can yeah totally relate jesus, to a lot of those feelings jesus relates to us because he knows those feelings yeah. it was different concepts and things back in when jesus walked the earth yes right. but he still feels the same feelings mm-hmm. anger envy greed love like tempted with those things and yeah. says i i understand yeah because i felt that mm. and that's the confidence that we can have in in jesus but it doesn't just stop here. It doesn't stop with this idea of mercy that, you know, Jesus brings this mercy because he fully understands us, that he was one of us. But because Jesus also brings us grace. Mm-hmm. So kind of what we talked about in the series, which is sort of Moses. So Moses and the prophets long ago were all made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone who has sinned, we all mm-hmm. fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God freely and graciously declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. And this is Romans 3, uh, 21-24. That's what I said. I don't know why I didn't say this beginning. Yeah, but um, it's, it is one thing for God to forgive us and decide not to wipe us off the face of the earth. Yep. It is one thing for Jesus to bring mercy and not judgment. Mm. But it's another thing entirely for Jesus to bring grace. Grace is such a tricky thing. Like, when we really think about it, how many times do we actually give people grace in our lives today? Probably not as many as we should. Not as many as we should, because it's so hard, right? It is hard. When people screw up and you're just like, nope, not going to... Like, not going down that road again. Yeah. But, uh, you see people mess up and you're like, no, yeah. no, no. Like, give them grace. Give them grace. Give them mm-hmm. grace. It's so hard to. It is hard. We're a very uh, cancel culture society too. Like, you screwed it up. Like, adios, hit the delete button. And, like, it's kind of like you're saying. Like, God could have decided to remove his judgment from us and then just, like, left us alone and said, all right, they screwed up. I can't fix it, but I'll let them keep going. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> God actually stays with us and gives us this grace because he wants us to live eternally with him. Mm-hmm. The fact is, when we really think about it, and you look through scripture and you look through history, and all the times people have screwed up, all the times humanity has been the worst thing for humanity, mm-hmm. and God still gives us eternal life through that. 
Like Jesus still loves us through that. Mm-hmm. Even when we screw up so much. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. It's wonderful. It is. It truly, really is. It is It is this truly wonderful thing. And, like, when I when I first became Christian, I, I struggled with this idea of grace and love and acceptance because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no... There's no point to God love me. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Like, why would someone love me? Why would someone show grace to me? Why would someone actually do this for me? Yeah. Because it, it didn't make sense. And... Well, it doesn't make sense. It, exactly. That's the thing. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because like Renee said on Sunday, he's wonderful. And wonderful means outside of the realm that we can comprehend. Exactly. That's what it means. The thing is, Jesus, grace, mercy, love, compassion, all of the things from God are outside of our comprehension. Yeah. Because we put a human understanding on things. Yeah. So like compassion, intimacy, there's a human understanding there. Yep. But for God, it's something so drastically different. Mm-hmm. It's something so much deeper, so much more richer, so much full. Yeah. Like, I love the point where people say, you know, God is someone who will take your cup and will overflow it into others. Yeah. We take that, though in a human understanding how much of god takes that and goes oh you like thinking like just your small little cup <laughs> like i'm meaning your full soul of just extending yeah. and the grace of me pours through you and in, into others mm-hmm. and when you think of it just in the slightest difference it's insane yeah and I didn't understand this because I was like, I screwed up too much. I, I lived a life where I shouldn't have God. I shouldn't have this love. I shouldn't be able to feel like this. I shouldn't feel this acceptance. Like I felt wrong to feel that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel this way because we can't comprehend it. Yeah. Did you ever get to a point where you were like, oh, accept that I'm on a level playing field with the people that grew up in a church and like told one lie or, you know, maybe what we would classify as little sins. Do you know what I mean? Because, I, like, in God's eyes, that's what we are. Like, you who led, you know, maybe a... I don't want to say a more sinful life. That sounds unkind. That's not what I'm meaning to yeah, say. But no, I get what you mean. You felt like you lived a more sinful life. You didn't meet um, Jesus until you were a teenager. But you're on a level playing field from, like, a four-year-old that's always gone to church. Like, you're... You know what I yeah. mean? In God's eyes, you are. I don't think I really fully accepted that or really came to truly understand that for at least three to four years after becoming Christian. Yeah. Like, I don't think I truly understood that. I had to, like, really dive into scripture, really figure that out and do theology and go to school and do this and figure it out. I was like, whoa. But the fact is, and the thing that always gets me is God loves each and every single one of us. Mm, Yeah. Like, not just the Christian, not just the Christian who's grown up in the church for their whole lives and that kind of thing, but every human being. Yeah. The the sinner, the liar, the... Murderer. The murderer, yeah. the, the Muslim, the, mm-hmm. the Hindu, like, literally all of them. And that's the craziest thing, because this mercy and this grace that's shown because we think in in our culture if we really think about in our culture how do i say this how do i say this not in a hurtful way i just Um, say it (laughs) 
we think that the things we experience in life are the worst things possible in human mm. history. Yeah. There's people around the world who experience things harder than we could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Just look at some parts of Africa, Europe, yeah, Asia, South America, Central America. Mm-hmm. Things are not great. No. So maybe that can be a comfort to know that God still loves all those people, still has compassion, still shows grace and mercy for every single one of those people. Yeah. And when we think, well, I've done things awful and wrong and still loves you. Mm-hmm. Not just not just slightly, but all of us so much compassion. And it's because Jesus brings us grace and mercy. It's because he was one of us. Yeah. When, you know, when we talk about creation, we talk about that happening. We mentioned it the other, the other day that all things came through Christ. Yep. Jesus was right a part of creation. When we think about, you know, the Trinity and our, our creation, our own personal creation, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, God, the Father in that sense, all n- knew us intimately. Mm-hmm. That's not just one person in your corner and yet God, that's three Yep. in one, but you know, yeah. um, all in your corner filled with this mercy and this grace mm-hmm. and showing that to us daily. And all we have to do is just turn our eyes to that. Just, just, just open our hearts just a mm-hmm. little bit to it. Cause trust me, opening your heart just a little bit to it is like, you know, the Hoover dam. Yeah. Massive dam. Yeah, right. I've been there. Yeah. It's like, imagine opening your hearts a little bit to that would be like blasting the Hoover Dam and letting all that water run through. Yeah. Just that little bit. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that's all we can take. But that would be the greatest thing to experience is just that full force of love and grace and mercy from God. But, yeah. So this idea of... This idea of mercy and grace that Jesus brings stems into so many things. Yeah. And it's something that during this Christmas season, and now we're probably like, we're still talking about Christmas. I know. Eh? How did we get here? We're crawling back out of the rabbit hole now. <laughs> but in this Christmas season, mm-hmm. full of our business, and sometimes when we have very short fuses with people, yeah, to remember the grace and mercy that God gives us, mm. to live it out practically and showing it to others. That is exactly what we're called to do, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Pastor Wes. That was a, that was a good one, a challenging one. Um, yeah, to show mercy and grace over the holiday season because we've been shown mercy and grace. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Wes, you can email him at wes at waynefleetbic.com. Um, and if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email is julie at waynefleetbic.com. If you want to confirm any dates or times for the youth events or any other events over the holidays, please check out our online calendar at waynefleetbic.info. We keep that up to date, so that's where you can go for the most up-to-date information. And thank you for tuning in today, and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye.